0: talking about grief man. one of the things we talked about last podcast is there's been a lot of it, it's a common thing i mean it's something that we're we're going to go through we are in the process of going through grief the loss of our dear friend steve uh larry young others that we really love and care about yeah. and it's been rough and one of the ways that we get through it is lots of love we talked about that uh last time and i would say lots of prayer and praying has helped me and there came a time on one friday night and it was <sighs> Probably a day after uh, Steve had passed away, I just walked around in that gym, man. I just cried out to God, man. I just, I just let him know what I thought, and that was my time to really, you know, mourn and grieve, and. That is a natural process. I mean, yeah. we're crying out to God. You think of how many times in the Psalms that happened, people crying oh, yeah. out to God, people bringing, yeah. cast all your anxiety upon me. And to me, I wouldn't call it anxiety, but grief and sorrow, Yeah, yeah. you know, bring it to the Lord and praying has helped me a tremendous
1: amount. There's nothing like it, Bill. Right. I mean, uh, I, that same day, that Friday, I mean, I'm telling you, I haven't grieved like that in a long, right. long time. Right. And, uh, just overcame me and all right. I could do is cry out to God. Right. That's all I could do. I need you, you right. know? Uh I it's tell so you, stunning. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean some things are just so shocking mm-hmm. and so
1: stunning to the system
0: that you have there's no place to go with it all other than you come to God and you you cry out. And you recognize as you pray to God and you pray for strength and you know he's going to give you strength. And, and certainly, has God given us strength? Oh, my, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Lots yeah. of people standing up, mm-hmm. stepping up, stepping in. Mm-hmm. We love it. But – we have to understand we don't understand all things. Here's Ecclesiastes, actually one of Steve's favorite books. And Ecclesiastes 3:11 through 12, he has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also said eternity in the human heart, yet no one can fathom what God has done from beginning to end. It's just a fact. We don't understand beginning to end everything God is up to. We just we don't understand it. I know that there is nothing better for people to do While they live, than to be happy and do good. I mean, I think that's That's a huge thing. And what it goes on to say is God has made all things beautiful in his time. And that's what it says in the past God has made all things beautiful in his time, right there at the top of verse 11. Mm -hmm. He has made everything beautiful in his time. That's what I just try to look at. I'm like, God, you make Mm -hmm. all things beautiful in your own time.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And we got to pray for some sort of beauty to come out of these ashes. You know, we got to pray for that because. Right now it doesn't look beautiful. No but in its time. Right, in his time. In its time, God makes it beautiful. And He's gonna do something wonderful through this. I see, I see two recent widows coming together and ministering to each other right now in their deepest point of need. Right. They are able to work in uh counseling in, in each other, grieving with one another. They're they're going through this process. Husbands dying ten days apart. And they're very close friends. We're watching them minister to one another right mm-hmm. now. They're praying for each other. We're right. praying for them. Right. I just think of the spiritual battle that's happening right now. All of us kind of coming up underneath these widows and these people that are grieving, these families, not just the widows. I mean, Steve's sons, my gosh, you know, we're coming up alongside of them in the spirit and we're just supporting them through all right. of our prayers. Um, I Man, well, not only, what a beautiful picture. Not only know? that, too. I mean, a lot of prayers going
0: up for people who are sick right now. I mean, there's people who are yeah. sick that we're praying for, that we're in touch with communication. But here's another verse, and I share it with you. I, it's been important to me. Um, hopefully, you will see it. Ecclesiastes is also one of my favorite books in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And chapter 8, and verses 14 through 17, says, There is something else meaningless that occurs on earth. The righteous who get what the wicked deserve, and the wicked who get... What the righteous deserve, this too, I say, is meaningless. So you see the frustration of mm-hmm. Solomon saying, mm-hmm. "Well, that's not what happens to some of these people's. Not the reward of the righteous. They're getting what that's what a wicked person deserves, and wicked people are getting what righteous people deserve." Yeah, he says. So I commend the enjoyment of life, because there's nothing better for a person under the sun than to eat and drink and be glad, then joy will accompany them in their toil in the days of life God has given them under the sun. And I love, one thing that I really like about Ecclesiastes is the simplicity of it. Be happy, do good. That's yeah. your job. Life's short, it's passing quickly, you're not going to understand everything, you're not going to get it. When you die, you're not going to be remembered either.
1: Your, your moment is now. The wisest you're person here. who could have probably strung together all kinds of words and phrases. And, and he did right through Proverbs and all of that. What does he end up with at the end? He ends up with a simple statement, do right. good, right? <laughs> Love God, right? You Be know? happy and do good. Be Happy. I, I mean, mean, it's very simple. This is a theme verse for my life. Be happy and do good. This isn't, this isn't yeah. rocket science, right? This right. is, this is like real simple right. down to the point from the wisest person who ever lived. Right. New new things that right. nobody else knows. Here's what and, he says And he saw be injustice. Happy and do good, he saw you know? injustice.
0: It's meaningless. I see it. Yeah. Righteous who get what the wicked deserve. It's not right. But that and I look at certain things. Life's not fair. We look at the things that we've just gone mm-hmm. through. Yeah, as far as a fairness, yeah, I wouldn't say yeah. it's not fair. Uh, when I applied my mind to know wisdom in verse sixteen now. And to observe the labor that is done on earth, people getting no sleep day or night. There's a lot of that. We wrangle, mm-hmm. we wrestle, we yeah. We work hard. Then I saw all that God has done. No one can comprehend what goes on under the sun. Despite all their efforts to search it out, no one can discover its meaning. Even if the wise claim they know, they cannot (laughs) really comprehend it. There's no way the finite brain can comprehend what an infinite God. Is up to in all ways, and he recognizes yeah. he's seen the things God. Okay, I recognize God. You've done these things. I can't comprehend what goes on. I don't understand why all these things are happening. Like verse fourteen, where the righteous get what the wicked deserve, the wicked are getting what the righteous deserve. I don't. I. I don't get all it's that. A mystery. Man. He's a mystery. I, mean, yeah. I don't get it. And I know this. We're never going to figure it out. Leave it alone. Now, I've talked to people well, grieving loss even in marriage when it comes to yeah. infidelity. Well, why did my spouse do this? Why did my spouse do this? Why did my spouse do that? It's like, please stop trying to understand mm-hmm. all things. Yeah. Not everything fits on a logical one plus one equals two grid. We wanted to. Yeah. Like, we seriously, for anyone who's analytical in their thinking, mm-hmm. anyone who's kind of like mathematical in their thinking, like, I'm very much that way, one plus one equals two, A to Z kind of thinker, right? right? Everything's on a linear line, Mm -hmm. grid it out, make sense of it. I've had to understand not everything, Bill, makes logical sense. There's some things that are done emotionally. There's some things that are done. It just didn't, wasn't really well thought out by the other person. There's things that happen beyond our understanding because we just can't see the whole picture. For whatever the reason, don't beat yourself up trying to understand all things you will drive yourself crazy in a way you don't need to worry about it all this is me and what helps me to get through times of grief i just have to deal with what is my grandma taught me play the hand you're dealt man
1: play the hand you're dealt well i think i think you're wise in saying that bill and i just want to point out we're talking this is all in the under the heading of lots of prayer helps us right right um so so my son asked me well then how how are we supposed to pray about some things like this and I always come back with, son, God wants to know our desire. Right. Pray your desire. Right. Pray your desire to Him, but leave the result to Him. If you are if you are fixated on needing the the right result or your result, then then right. you're really trying to be God. Right. Don't do that. Right. Listen All to right. this in Romans. The depth of the riches of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and his paths beyond tracing out. Right. Who has known the mind of the Lord? Who's been his counselor? Right. Who has ever given to God that God should repay them? That's no one, by the way. (laughs) Right. For from him and through him and for him are all things. To him be glory forever. Right. Do I trust that? He's wise. Yeah. All-knowing. You, you know, to. and I have to trust that. And here's the other thing Tuesday uh, at our Bible study, we ended up with an awesome verse. I just want to bring it up here. The priests and the Levites stood to bless the people, and God heard them, for their prayer reached heaven, his holy dwelling place. Yeah. Our pra- prayers are reaching heaven. Yeah. And we have to just stay faithful with it, man. Stick yeah. Keep with praying. it. Because I'm telling you, I, I can have a tendency to get frustrated. And when I'm frustrated with that the result's not what I wanted, like he's some sort of a genie in the bottle for me. Right. Um, I t- will I will say I'm right. I'm telling you, there will be times where prayer is a chore. Right. And I don't want prayer to be a right. chore. No, I'm and talking I about just, that
0: same thing on Sunday morning. I'm talking about that yeah. same exact thing. Stop thinking of God this way. You know, God is we're here to praise and honor God and to bring things, not he doesn't exist just to satisfy me and do everything I want him to do. I mean, that's just not why he's here. I appreciate yeah. God. I appreciate knowing, hey, he's got it. God will get you through all things. That's why we keep praying. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Like, do I mind it when people say, why did the bad things happen to good people? No, because they're always going to ask that. Yeah. Do yeah. I have a problem with people questioning faith and getting in there, seeking it out for yourself? No, because it's going to no. make your faith stronger. I don't have, to me, none of these things rattle me. Pray what's on your heart. Like you that's said, exactly and if you've got right. questions, then yeah. ask your questions. If you have concerns, then pray your concerns. But keep hope, and that's the next thing. I think one I, of the well, ways that I get through grief is through hope.
1: I, yeah. I want to just say this. Um, before I move another point here, uh, Angela, I spoke to her. And she, to hear this, I've heard this from other people numerous times. I felt you guys praying mm-hmm. while I was going through this. Right there's a word of encouragement. I think we all need to hear right. what we do in those closed door moments in that closet moment of our life where we're just me and the Lord. I'm pouring out for other people. You and I do it regularly. I see you pleading for our church family. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. You pray often. Those prayers matter. Mm-hmm. And people can feel it right. when they're going through right. it. I've heard that from numerous people, cancer uh, diagnosis. Uh, the guy is in the, in the hospital. They told me we could sense you guys were praying. Good. We could feel yeah. that. I believe that. Oh no, I've been there. I mean, yeah. I've, I've known so, certain people. So, were praying, so that to me, were. me gives me hope in prayer, right. you know? And right. so let's move on to well, that. Yeah, a long way thing, to yeah. go. Uh, lots of hope. I think, you know, how do you get,
0: you know, comfort in times of grief and hardship? You got to keep hope alive, yes. and you got to realize. I love this passage; has always helped me. And I'm gonna, I would encourage you to read all of Second Corinthians five. I'm gonna mm-hmm. read a little bit of it, but you know, we have an earthly tent that's our body. If it's destroyed, we have a building from God. There's a lot bigger difference between a tent and a house, right? Yes, a lot of different. Absolutely. You're right now. You're in a tent. You're moving to a house. Mm-hmm. So that's how our loved ones who have gone on. And why we're in this tent, it says in verse 4, we're burdened because we do not wish to be unclothed, but to be clothed with our heavenly dwelling, so that what is mortal may be swallowed up by life. So when a person dies, the Bible says you're swallowed up by life. That's 2 Corinthians 5.4. It's a very important yeah. verse. It's life. Now it is God who has made us for this very purpose and has given us the Spirit as a deposit guaranteeing what is to come. We're to be swallowed up by life. God has made us for this very purpose. And what is it saying? God has made us to live. God has made us for eternal life. Now, this is probably one of the least used, most comforting passages in the Bible. Mm-hmm. You don't often, you'll people will go to uh, John 14 a lot. Those are the kind of passages that we love to cling to. I'm the yeah. resurrection of life. We'll go yeah. there. And we'll get hope out of these passages. But this is humongo. Because we're swallowed up by life. So if our body is like a lure and the bass we see it as death passing away, what swallowed us up isn't death. That's what right. swallowed us up was life. Oh, that's so that's a beautiful concept. Yeah. He goes on to say <clears throat> that we are confident, I say in verse eight, would prefer to be away from the body and home of the Lord. That's comforting. Uh, we make it our goal to please him, whether we are at home, the body, or away from it. And this verse always helped me because Paul's like, listen, if I'm alive, I'm going to serve God. If I'm dead, I'm going to serve God. I'm going to serve God no matter what. That's a very positive outlook for the afterlife. I'm not just sitting around doing nothing. You know, I have things to do. And I would say that kind of hope helped me a lot when my dad died. And I would just remember, but he's happy. Mm. He's happy. And right. that would make me happy. So at times I'm backing out my driveway and I start to feel teary about it and I'm emotional, upset.
1: That's strong hope. Absolutely. I think strong I think our, our brother, Pastor Isaac, he said it so well. It's to his wife who, right. who was um, passed away. It's to her gain. Right. <laughs> you know, and it's so hard for us to re- to comprehend right. that. You know, it's... It, I mean, I want to be careful of saying this, but it's to Steve's gain. Well, that's what the that Bible he's says. He's in the Scripture. He's he's right. in the presence of the Lord. That's what the Scripture says. It's to his gain. I've heard him say it out of his own mouth numerous times. You know. Right. So, but we're stuck with grieving, right? You know, it's our, you know, our loss. And let's face it, and that's what
0: we're talking yeah, about today. Yeah, we take the hope is it is their gain we're still using hope then to know we're going to get through and we're going to make it and it gives us great comfort yes i think to me the hope of eternal life that's hope uh that home in heaven that's hope i think of uh, the legacy uh left behind of a steve or anybody i mean we're talking about steve because he's our, right, one of our right, right, best right. buddies but yeah. i mean this applies to a lot of people who pass oh, yeah. away the legacy that lives on and when god says the good work that I began, it says in Philippians 1, six, being confident of this, he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Mm. The work that God started in this church and in this ministry through Steve will continue on because it's God's work, not Steve. If I die, if you die. God's going to continue on his work because it's not our work. It's his work. That's right. And that's comforting. That brings me a lot of hope to know, Hey, the work's going to go on when I see, uh, like the boys of Steve and them yeah. giving testimony and God yeah. working in their lives.
1: Hope, man, a lot of hope. It is hopeful. Right. And, and we serve a God that is the God of hope so that he can fill us with all peace and joy Yeah, in trials, right. In the great times in life. That's what God does. Right. And if we stick To it, we have to be like you know the branch that sticks to the vine. We have to be like that. We have to draw into Him. You know, we went through John fifteen, you know, probably over a month, a month and a half, two months ago, but we have to remain strongly connected to that vine. Jesus Christ is our vine. He's our life giver. He came to give us life and life to the fullest, and that. That doesn't end when we close our eyes on earth. Right. (laughs) That's everlasting life. And that begins when we accept him into our heart, you know. But I think there's also not
0: the hope of eternal life, but for all of us left behind when there's been a loss, you have to know I'm going to make it. Yes. I'm not gonna be feeling this brokenhearted every day of
1: my life. Because those first days are really miserable. Psalm twenty three Psalm twenty three doesn't say uh, I'm going to take you to the valley and drop you off, right. and you're on your own. Right, it's he's, through. He's through, and you're and right. your staff. They comfort me. Right. That's his leadership, his right. authority. They comfort me. Your presence, you are with me. They comfort me. That's the point. It's hope. you know.
0: You that's have right. to have the hope that God works all things together for good, and he can take the blackest threads and make something beautiful out yes. of it over time. Yes. To me, when I think about this life and I think about what goes on here, that's what we need. Mm. We need to... Have the hope it's gonna work out okay. And those days where we feel like we're not gonna make it, or I don't know how I'm gonna make it. That's true of all of us. You have to have hope. Hey, God's gonna help you, God's gonna be there, you're gonna be strong. All these ministry, all these things that need to get done are gonna get done. Yeah. And by the way, thank you for all these all of you who have stepped up. Yes, you know, in our church family right now stepping up, you're helping out, whether you make a meal on the Breedman team or you're just writing and saying, hey, what can we do? Uh, You're making sure you're a CR to cover bases. You're uh, offering to, uh, Mm -hmm. wow, game fees. Trenton, thank you. Others, thank you. Uh, Appreciate, you know, all the people that are stepping up to do various things. And that's what we need.
1: My challenge would be step up for the long haul. Don't just step up in an emotional high. Right. Be resolved and step up in a long haul. I yeah. know you guys will because you're a great church and you're a loving family. Right. I would say be careful of the emotional response right. and just be resolved no, in your heart. You man, know what? I'm, you know,
0: But I'm talking um, about my hope right now, like yeah. what gives me hope right now or is people stepping up, is knowing that we're going to be okay.
1: We're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. God's going to raise up people. Right. He's going to raise up, and he is.
0: Because his church is not reeling. His church is rising. That's right. And there's a big difference, okay? We're not reeling. We're
1: rising. So so that actually probably takes us to that point right there, right? Mm -hmm. There's comfort in the people of God. There's comfort in being in a community. Guys, I have no idea how people do it without a community. Right. I mean, of believers, of like-minded people. There is great comfort in that yeah. what helped me when i was
0: wrestling through and now i'm on saturday so steve passed away on thursday i'm on saturday and i'm mm-hmm. just at moments just coming to pieces i'm so upset about it. i'm by myself i'm hiking now i'm sitting in my car i called d'angela to see how Larry was doing at the time mm-hmm. putting my focus there and i was talking to her about some of these things and I just realized you got to get it together, dude. I mean, you got to get it together. You got to speak tomorrow. Sunday's coming. And I just started to turn my thinking, Bill, instead of mourning your great loss, why don't you be happy for what you had? Mm. Why don't you be happy you had that friend, Steve? Why don't you be happy for all that he was and all the great times you had together and all the great memories you have? And I just started to turn a corner to say, Bill, you're going to be thankful. This is how you're going to get through it. This is your comfort.
1: Be grateful. It goes right be along grateful. with the word of God. In right. every situation, give thanks. Right. That's what the word of God says. Right. And I, I would like to read 2 Corinthians uh, in, in the uh, idea of comfort here. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, right. who comforts us in all of our troubles, so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. Right. That's 2 Corinthians 1, 3 and 4. Right. That's a beautiful exchange. God comforts us, we return it, comfort and others. And we have to. God comforts us, right. we return it, comfort right. others. That's how it works, guys. But,
0: but if you don't, you, I mean, I've because I'm going through this right now, like I've had to wrap my mind around this thinking and say, appreciate what you had, appreciate all the people around you, appreciate the love that's here, appreciate everything yeah. that's here, and what you have to work with as we move forward and continue on doing the job, because I talked to a guy one time, and his son had gotten killed in a motorcycle accident, and I didn't get a chance to make the service, and I ran into him months and months later, and I told him, when I saw him, I said, listen, you know, I I often think about you, I often think about your son, we really appreciated him, and you know, I'd spent a lot of time with him in my day. And he just uh, said, well, Bill, you know, the thing that I notice is this. The next day, the sun came up <laughs> and the sun set. And the next day, it came up again. And this world never stopped spinning. Wow. And he is so right. He wow. is so right. Yeah. The world does not stop for us. We have to keep going. There's not a choice. And that brings me... Comfort too because I realize I have a mission. I have things that I need to do. Yeah. I'm gonna go on. Do I want Steve to be proud of what we do? Yeah. Yeah. Not more than God or Jesus, but yeah. Do I want to do him proud and do him right right and do a great job and knowing he's my friend and he really cared about this place? Yeah, I do. I think it's all that important.
1: Teach us, oh God, to number our days. Right. So that we may live with wisdom. Right. You know? I think it's so important. Right. But you can't stop yeah.
0: You can't curl up in a ball. You've got to say, no, I'm going to rise. I'm going to rise. We have a lot of reason for hope and comfort as we go through grief. There's a lot of love. There's a lot of prayer. There's a lot of hope. There's a lot of comfort in our memories. There's a lot of comfort in just getting out there, be happy, do good. Keep moving, keep helping other people, invest your time into that, and you will get through it. We appreciate you tuning into this as we kind of discuss our grief and what we're going through, and we hope that's going to help you as well. May God bless you with an awesome week.